Stop there. So, it wasn't me. No, it did. It was me. Okay then. So, this is episodes 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. We've had it two since last time. Paul got well enthused about it. He's like, well, just do more. But you can't time travel. Don't have to come out on a regular basis. You don't have to have a DeLorean. So, in terms of length, make podcast five minutes. Yay! Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Capture the Frag, the video gaming and geek culture podcast that we here did not do for a while. Uh, for reasons. Whatever. You got an episode last week and it was good. I listened back to it. Paul talked over editing. If you, if you want to complain, you know where to get us at. <laughs> it's in the show notes. Like, like no one reads the show notes. Do you read show notes? I have a question. Yeah? Did we set up that email address? No, we didn't. No, we also didn't put it on iTunes. Like a we, we said it. No, I didn't set up the email address. I, I was trying not to blame you. Uh, yeah, I forgot about it until I re-listened to the last week's podcast. Which I didn't actually last week. Before it was edited and then was like, oh, we should set that up. And then didn't listen to it when it came out. And I was like, oh shit, we haven't done that. Yeah. Anyway, I am joined this week by... Paul. Chris. Joe. Luke. And no Phil, no Cat. Cat's in the room, but dead. Dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as example, Ig- ignore the voices. She's like a spooky ghost. <laughs> oh, ectoplasm. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that is my new bleep. Come <laughs> <laughs> this episode with a good start. There we go. So we, we were away for quite a while, and that should mean that we all did a lot of things that we are going to talk about this week. Joe is shaking her head, saying no. So. Joe is going to listen to me and Paul talk about Overwatch for two hours. Oh, no. That's no, why I well, up. I don't know where there is things. <laughs> we'll talk about Overwatch a bit later, actually. We'll, I think we should kick it off with something that almost all of us... We can't include you in, Paul, because you didn't. It's alright. I've, I've watched the Red Letter Media review of... And so oh, you watched Miles review it, yeah. so you can do your review on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I basically watched someone who had an opinion on it, and I'll steal theirs. So so, like, we should that's usually British, though. Yeah. <laughs> what was nice was that you named them. Anyway, let's not be cryptic about it. We watched uh, Civil War while we were not on the internet. <laughs> to say off the, the air, but there's not really any air for us to be on to begin with, is there? We're not really the radio. So while we were away, we watched. <laughs> okay. We watched Captain America's Civil War, which is the film of where um, Tony Stark and Captain America fight each which other. Which is effectively Avengers Civil War. Shh. No, it's Captain America. Totally Captain America. It's got uh, all the Avengers in it apart from Thor and Bad Hulk. Because yeah. they're in space. Yeah, yeah they're in space. <laughs> in a storyline we'll never talk about on camera. Because they're, they're, it's, it's Planet Hulk. No, they were going to do Planet Hulk they're at doing one point. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, they're doing that, but they're not doing the Planet Hulk storyline. Yeah, probably. Because they started producing that, and they were talking about doing Planet Hulk. And someone at Disney just went, that's a stupid idea, stop doing this and just pull the plug on the project. So, technically... 
Hawk's in space right now, but we don't want to talk about it, so they just didn't put him in the film. Does anyone know where Hulk is? No. No. But, but other people show up. People who are exciting and fun and cool and down with the kids. Like Ant-Man and Spider-Man and yeah. Black Panther. The three main reasons to go watch our film, because they're all amazing. I was going to say, did we want to do spoilers? But that's all on the app. All like, three of those have been in the trailers. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. It's all in the trailers, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Just before we did spoil stuff. We might spoil stuff. Deal with it. If you've not seen it, go, go watch it. Or yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Or if you don't care about watching it because you watched a particularly in-depth review, then... <laughs> <laughs> then you're a gravy to listen. But I, I will go as far as saying that if you've read the comics, then you haven't watched this movie. They're not even close to being the same property. They took the name and then the premise of it and then went their own way. Which is fine, because you don't always need to do the exact same story from a book in a movie. Can we which is where comic? Which is where Batman Superman went wrong and they tried to pull too much from a particular comic and it didn't work. All Disney did was take the name and the premise and then just roll with it in a whole new direction. I was going to say, that was one of the first things that we said when we came out of the cinema, was like, oh, DC are fucked. <laughs> wow, that was better than Batman v Superman. Oh, Zack Snyder must be <laughs> shit in his pants right now. It should have been since that film came out. So, I've not even seen the film, but I know what happens in the comics. Do they do the same thing that happens in the comics to start a Civil War? It, the comics is over a decade old now, so you can spoil that quite happily. You can ask me another okay. question. So, I thought the thing was, if I didn't know about it, you can't spoil it, because I don't know what happened. Fuck comics. you. In terms of the comics... Just which bit are you talking about? The reason why so, they have to suddenly have this enacting it, it, it is not the superhero registration act that's the biggest thing that separates it so it's not the bit it's where the premise of, of the them you know trying to deal with collateral damage the issue of no oversight for the Avengers yes but it's not the superhero registration act so it's, it's a different act it doesn't take place in a school no yeah yeah <laughs> They took that bit out. That only happens in the comics, and there are reasons: one, because of filming it is an issue, and two, because putting that on a movie screen <laughs> is an issue. Uh, so we just don't talk about it, and, and we move it to uh, an African country instead. <laughs> you Resident Evil Five things. Yeah, yeah, they Resident Evil Five, but wow. Like I said, it's the oversight thing, which is the it kind of makes the sense line. that they rest it though because of yeah. who they then use it to introduce. Yeah, exactly, which makes perfect sense. They take that premise and use it as a through line but they work around it and they go way off base in some places and stick to it really closely in other places and that's fine because you don't need to do Civil War exactly as it was also because you know the X-Men and Fantastic Four aren't in it mm. which takes a chunk out of it and they've only just introduced Spider-Man so his entire huge role in Civil War the book wouldn't make sense because he's been Spider-Man for like six months mm. and so you can't have the whole oh I'm masking Peter Parker and who will he side with because the history's not there which if they were DC they would have forced that to happen for the geek moment without the history being there which is, is they don't bother retconning anything it's literally like no. you're going to have this at verbatim but with no context yeah <laughs> what, what, what no Disney movie. did was like we'll take the ideas we like and we'll make a good movie using those ideas but we won't compromise on it not being a good movie first before dealing with geeks DC needs to do that well, yeah, DC like you said, they are genuinely DC are just like standing behind you with their dick and you're like ready to go in your ass just be like bite the pillow bite the pillow <laughs> go in dry wine you die and you keep you some lube yeah <laughs> you're moist by the time Marvel goes down yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the thing though like I said this when we left the cinema about it is that my like, butt doesn't get moist when aroused. I nah. just like to throw that out. I don't know what's wrong with your butt. Your butt is moist. Anyway, yeah. your, your butt is way more moist than most other people. Perma moist. Oh, that's your superhero name. <laughs> I thought it was butt problems. I thought it was the drip. <laughs> the canal. <laughs> It's a C dash anal. I feel like I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs>
well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying about the yeah. when we left the movie is that like Batman and Superman, that movie is a slow burn. It takes a while. You, it, there's a lot of stuff to get in there as a build. I mean, you got a little bit of action, then there's a lot of exposition. And there are, you know, there's moments in there where it does get actiony, but it slows down massively in the middle, which is what Batman and Superman does, is slow down massively. But unlike Batman and Superman, there's a massive fucking payoff. Like, it's so worth the build-up. Like, it rewards you for the build-up. Once you're invested and you've watched all the slow stuff and it's all happening, kicks off massively. Fantastic scenes. And then from that point on, it just keeps rolling. Yeah, that third act is incredible. Well enjoyable. Also, because Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther, all awesome characters. But I was more interested in them than I was in, like, Cap and Iron Man. Although the one, the, the one criticism, the only criticism I've had of that movie is just how janky Iron Man and War Machine look in that movie compared to everyone else. For the sheer number of visual effects studios that worked on that, because the credits were up. Fucking long. But there's so many people working on that, and I can't understand how Ant-Man and Spider-Man look so amazing, because I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's like 99% CGI. He's very CG, but he looks incredible. Then you've got Iron Man, who just kind of looks last gen. Yeah. <laughs> they just upscaled his old models. Yeah, it feels that way. The textures on it don't look as crisp. It looks out of place next to everyone else. Like, if it was just an Iron Man movie, it might not have been so weird. But when you put him literally standing next to these other characters in also much higher quality CGI costumes and, and st in that setting, he just looks off. Both him and War Machine, there's something about the armour. But at the end, in the, in the third act, there's a, a scene with, with Robert Downey Jr. with half the armour on. And we can't decide if it's his head CG'd onto someone else in the armour, or if it's just the armour CG'd onto his body. But either way, the whole thing just looks really off. And they've done it better in previous films. I don't know what went wrong with this one. But I think that's how good that movie is. That's my only criticism of that entire film. Maybe if I watch it again, I'll have more criticisms, but it's not a lot. It's, it's everything I wish the Batman and Superman was. Aww. Yeah. Well done, Marvel. They are making some fucking incredible movies. But as you say, they're not going to do the Planet Hulk. Which yeah. is weird, because is the Hulk really not that sellable? I mean, maybe you just do it... The amount of Hulk origin stories we've had, that's boring. But Planet Hulk is pretty fucking weird in the same way that, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is weird. I could watch a Planet Hulk movie. You know what? He's getting a new movie. Wolverine. Is he going to finally wear the yellow spandex? He's getting an R-rated film. Thank you, Deadpool! <laughs> because you need another Wolverine movie so that when Deadpool 2 comes out, they can do a third Deadpool in which he actually meets Wolverine properly and be really weird about it. <laughs> Wolverine won't remember X-Men Origins Wolverine, but Deadpool will. <laughs> That'd be... yeah. I look forward to seeing that happen, which inevitably it will. Civil War. Good. Rotten Tomatoes says it's good. We said it's good. Everyone says it's good. I don't think anyone is sitting around going, no, this is not good. It's so good that Zack Snyder's no longer in control of the Justice League movie. It forced one of us to go, Ben Affleck, you're executive producer now. Effectively means you get last say on everything without actually getting rid of Zack Snyder. Because probably a contract involved. But yeah, it's that good that it's forcing other companies to change the way they do shit in a Deadpool-like fashion. Deadpool set the standard for, like, you can have comic-accurate, R-rated superhero movies, and Civil War is now setting the standard for, this is how you do a versus movie, bitch. And yeah, watch it. It's great. Yeah, it was it was good. I don't really have much more to add. I wasn't as hyped about it as Briggy, but I never am about comic book movies. But you gotta agree it's a good movie though, in and of its own self. Yeah, it is. I, I'm just I've missed a lot of Marvel films. Um so I missed Winter Soldier, which made parts of Civil War not make a huge amount of sense. I was sitting there as like, why does Captain America love this guy so much? Like, but obviously I appreciate that I hadn't, I'd missed loads of films, so I, it, that was my fault. I'm just starting to find them getting a bit stale. Yeah, like it, it was a great movie by itself. Still don't feel any, like I need any more storyline finishing or anything. I'm not that attached to these characters. And like, That's weird, you seem to feel the way about this movie that I felt about Avengers 2. 
Which I also haven't seen. See, if, if, that's how I felt about Avengers 2, but this really reinvigorated my interest in like the franchise as a whole. I think that's because Ant-Man sort of kickstarted that a little bit as well. I was getting a bit like Marvel fatigue, but Ant-Man came along, and that movie was really good, so that kind of got me excited about seeing this. I think the thing that Civil War made me realise is there are a fuck ton of Marvel films out there at the moment, like yeah. all, over the last few years. I'm not dedicated <laughs> enough to watch them all, and then the films that I do see don't make as much sense because I've not watched some of them. Therefore, my general enjoyment yeah. level goes down because I'm not understanding everything there aren't many of those though this is one of a few in the Marvel selection that does have some required movie watching before it mm. it's usually the team ones which is why it should really have been Avengers Civil War because they seem to be the ones that require you to know a bunch of other stuff going in like Ant-Man mm. doesn't require you to know a bunch of stuff going in no Captain America Winter Soldier requires that you know like the first five minutes of Captain America so it gets progressively more as you go on so at this point like Avengers 2 and Captain America Civil War have an amount of required watching I imagine because I've seen them all in order I don't notice how jarring that might be to some people because I, I you know following the episodes as it were yeah there's a lot that you need to know and bear in mind between them because I didn't realise I hadn't seen Winter Soldier either and then watched it on Netflix and was like, I haven't seen this. Mm. We're about to go see Civil War. If I hadn't seen this film, I would have no idea. <laughs> I would kind of know who Bucky is, but not really. Yeah, because it's very dependent on Bucky. He's a huge part of the storyline. Yeah, he's a huge part of the storyline. So then if I'd gone to see Civil War without seeing that, yeah. there was absolutely no way I would have had any understanding of the context of the film. Mm. And like, it wouldn't have really made sense for Cap to be doing the things that he did in the film without seeing that. So I can totally understand why you found it difficult to watch. But still overall, good film. Maybe that's why it's actually a Captain America movie in title. Yeah, because need, you need to you see Avengers Soldier the, before. The one before it, yeah. Yeah, it follows on in that chain. As opposed to, you probably don't need to see Avengers 2. No, because you don't need any of the Avengers 2 shit. You get some new characters. There is the one bit, yeah, there is that one bit from Avengers 2 that carries on into Civil War to do with Hawkeye and Quicksilver. Yeah. Yeah, which, which I'm awesome. guessing Luke missed having not seen Civil, um, Avengers 2, but... Yeah, that completely don't think it really I matters seen it so and much. It still went over my head, and I was like, "Cool, that guy's mad at him." Type stuff. Like, if I didn't understand, I just presumed that it was something I'd ignored from a previous film. But I've also seen it twice, <laughs> <laughs> so now I understood a lot more the second time. I think the second viewing definitely helped for me because I didn't have like that huge expanse of knowledge of the background. I've seen the films. Sometimes I didn't pay attention to the films, and if I didn't pay attention, then I've just missed stuff. Um, so. But you don't hate the film for not having not knowing that stuff. No, so. I don't hate it. I predict, I did enjoy it much better the second time round. I spent a lot. I spent more time focusing on kind of the plot of that independent, like soul movie, the second time round because I didn't really care that I didn't understand, and stuff started to make a bit more sense. Um, I thought it was quite interesting the way the entire movie is just about Tony processing a lot of his grief and the guilt that he feels. Which was introduced in the first four minutes of the film, and then it's. I don't think it was until the second time through that I was like, "Yeah, he just did all that because he felt guilty." Yeah, which is kind of been a through line for Tony Stark from yeah. like Iron Man one through from to now. the start. That's yeah. why that's carried right the way through. And I think it was hey, just that DC consistency in characters, consistency in characters, and characters allowing characters to have flaws <laughs> yeah. as well, which was quite interesting. So Tony let his guilt overwhelm what he would have believed previously quite a lot. So I thought that was quite interesting as a development and I really enjoyed the film. I went twice so I clearly liked it. <laughs> no one made you do it the second time? No, no one made me go the first time. <laughs> I wanted to do it the first time. Oh, I was just meant like no one kidnapped you and you have to watch this film again and you were like, no, oh, no. but I also went with someone from work. Yeah. So she's 
big into it, so it was great. Right. I was waiting for Chris to just go, yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> a good film. <laughs> what was your favourite part of the film, Chris? I don't actually know. I think, yeah, just the entire fight like, between them all. Is that the one in the hangar? Yeah. Or just outside the hangar. The yeah, airport. the runway. Yeah. yeah, the one where Spider Man turns up and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm Spider Man. Sorry, he's really, really good in that film. <laughs> is he? Yes, he is. You, you will, you will yeah. appreciate him like when you actually see it. Which, which before now, which one was your favorite? Who do you prefer, Maguire or Garfield? Garfield. Then yeah, you like this one. Uh, he's more Garfield than Maguire. So, but isn't he an actual proper like representation? Like he's an actual teenage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that little freaks me out because Tony Stark's like. 90. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America's like 100 and he punches him in the face. Yeah, but he's Chris Evans, so yeah. he can get away with a lot. Yeah, I reckon the one thing that would have made the oh. film better own. for me is if they killed Chris Evans' character. Like, I'd just get rid of him and make Bucky finally fucking Captain America, and I would be happier. Yeah, I would have been pretty cool with that too. I'm happy he's still in it to some degree, though, because if they're going to get rid of anyone, that would have been good, but they ain't going to get rid of anyone, so... Well, you say that now. I'm happy with him as he is right now. Maybe they'll do that later on, because there's plenty of time to do other storylines. Plenty of time for them to reacquire the X-Men and do House of M. I was going to say, in terms of X-Men, though, aren't they also doing Apocalypse in parallel to all this? Isn't that the next one for the X-Men? Yeah, it's in the X-Men, obviously it's not tied into all of everything else. It's just its own boom. Yeah, because I was wondering if they ever get to the point where, like, back with all shenanigans and suddenly Disney come out and go, oh, by the way, massive crossover with Fox and Sony, and we've got managed to get it all together, and we've actually got a finishing point, and it's the end of the universe, and then done. <laughs> no I more don't think films. that's ever going to happen, <laughs> but a massive crossover between all of them would be fucking fantastic. We're building to it. It's going to happen eventually. They're going to run out of things to do. It's either going to be stop making them because they're not profitable, or strike a deal with anyone that owns the different <laughs> licenses to have them all together, which will then sell toys. Can you imagine how much money they make if they manage to get it all lined up like at the right points? <laughs> they're not going to redo origin stories until they are well and truly out of other options. Because resetting one character means resetting all characters. And if one character doesn't fly, then none of them will fly. Well, that's infinite money. <laughs> Which, I mean, you only have to look at DC <laughs> to know that that's what happens. Because they have an entire deployment list of DC Cinematic Universe movies lined up. And the first one just went... <laughs> and like shit that was supposed to launch everything <laughs> what do you think and so now they're just like please let Suicide Squad do well otherwise we're just going to pull the plug well this is the thing is, do you think they look back on the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy and be like that made loads of money why don't we still have that money that made really really good and it's Batman people like Batman according to Zack Snyder it's because he's not enough prison rape <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> is that true <laughs> Did I tell you about this? No! Oh, God, yeah, this... I'll try and remember if I can be asked it on Facebook from an interview he did. Something about how in his version of the Nolan trilogy there would have been Batman getting raped in prison because he's dark and edgy like that, so that's why he wants to put in his films. What? Yeah, so Zack Snyder's just... <laughs> just take him off. Of... How does Batman oh. get raped? Rather, the Batman character. That's how his back got fixed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Magic, <laughs> magical Batman. I just needed an answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you on that one. I just gave one. Yeah. Wasn't correct. But <laughs> I didn't say it was a correct answer. What's the appropriate answer? Which which answer. villain did it to him though? Which villain for being raped by the, was, the, was the old man doctor? It was actually a crossover. It's really Deadpool, <laughs> and that's how he gets the weapon X serum inside him. <laughs> That's how we get Dark Claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyone else got anything to add about Captain America, Winter Soldier? Oh, thank you. You should uh, go see it. Yeah. So it's a big thumbs up from everyone. We all enjoyed it, some more than others. What we inevitably won't see, though, is a Deadpool Disney Infinity character. No. Not now, not ever. They destroyed our hopes and dreams. Who saw them pulling the plug on that? I don't think that a lot of people did. I know. I, I assumed they were just making an absolute fuck ton of money. Which but they it, apparently just weren't. Yeah. And they're actually making really bad money uh, on it. And considering how good Civil War is, like the, all the characters that don't have Disney Infinity figures yet, that's mm. a shame. Because what, what a Spider-Man from Civil War would have been cool. Like a Black Panther. Did they do a Black Panther one in the end? Because that also would have been really cool. Sure, but... Instead they wasted it on making another Captain America just so that it looked closer to the newer movies even though it's still just effectively the same costume and now he just doesn't have the mask on they re- released that for Battlegrounds well I think I'm right but probably not because my gaming knowledge is bad but Disney Infinity is one of the few gaming things that Disney made in their own studios Yeah, and they're stopping that so that all games to do with any Disney is all licensed now mm. so they've shut down everything apart from their mobile division apart from the mobile division yeah. which apparently still makes money you think EA will pick up Infinity that's all awesome. Probably not. EA could make it profitable, maybe? They could easily make it profitable, but I don't think they will. Because I think the cost of the licensing to have all of the Disney characters will be close to... Such a shame. Go back 13 episodes. <laughs> First thing we talk about in the show is fucking Disney Infinity. Yeah. And they, so we should, we should just not talk about things on the show. Because we've ruined them, yes. Yeah. Overwatch. <laughs> but um, in terms of Disney Infinity, the EA have said that they're doing another Battlefront, so Battlefront 2 is coming. Cool. And also they're doing the release of Titanfall 2, yes. but they won't overlap in any way, shape or form, even though they're both first-person shooters based around the idea of like massive space battles. And you know, this is actually something that links those two things together as well. Titanfall 2 is made by Respawn Entertainment, who are also making Titanfall 2 and, as of yet, unnamed Star Wars game. Yes. Using a bunch of talent they got from the studio that made God of War. So it looks like they're making a God of War Star Wars game for EA. <laughs> Which I'm totally okay with. I'm, they I'm... just call it Jedi Master. Jedi, Jedi something. Do you I'll th- buy it. Do you think that what they've done though God is... of Jedi. Jedi yes. of War. <laughs> is... Jedi of War. There you go. Jedi of War. Do you think they've got pre-knowledge of the next Star Wars film when they're actually ramping up for the next big game release for Do when? you mean Rogue One or Episode 8? Episode 8. Mm. I don't think they've got time to do one before Rogue One comes out. I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, but no, Battlefront game, though. They've already got a lot of the assets. I imagine. I don't know about the God of War thing, but the Battlefront game very much seems like it would be a tie into Rogue One, because that's yeah. very much a war-based movie. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's just Star Wars is a war's movie, but yeah. that's, you know, more grounded, relatively, than the main trilogy. Yeah. So that would tie in, actually, okay, with Battlefront 2 or... I don't think it was called Battlefront 2 when I saw previews for it. They had, or are they doing one in between that's got a different subtitle? It's just Star Wars Battlefront <laughs> something. Probably. I mean, they're probably just extra deals that they haven't announced. Star Wars so, Battlefront, I don't give a Sith. Disney have become the quickest movie brand 
to earn over is it over a billion? Is it no? It must be more than that. Basically, they've made the most money quickest than any other movie house has done. Disney made the most money. Yeah. <laughs> um, apart, Universal broke through the record last year, and Disney beat them by a month this year. Right. And that's literally off the back of Zootopia or Zootropolis. Um, and Star Wars still selling really strong all around the world. Where's Miramax? <laughs> Down here somewhere? And uh... no, no, don't do Miramax. No, don't talk about Miramax. <laughs> it's like the game studio yeah. produced interesting things that people wanted. Go away. <laughs> no exactly. money. But um, apparently now with the new Captain America, we've also got another princess movie coming out about um, the new princess movie has Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. So, sold. Yeah, they also have. Is he like Tooth Fairy, where you know we get laughed at just because he's wearing a pair of wings? No, he's um he's a demigod. It's based on Hawaiian mythology, or Hawaiian mythology. <laughs> oh, I've seen a thing for that. Oh, well, I can't remember what it's called. And they've got some other films coming out as they've well. They've got loads coming out this year. Because of the Jungle Book, Zootopia, yeah. oh, yeah. Finding Dory. That's it. Alice Through the Looking Finding Glass. Finding Dory BFG. is the last set we get in for Disney Infinity, isn't it? Yeah, Pete's Dragon. BFG apparently is on track to make shed loads here. Mm. Like it's already got so much hype because it's the BFG and it's Royal Darwin, it's England. So. Yeah. I'm actually more interested in sure seeing um, the Jungle Book. And then of course you've got Doctor Strange as well. Yes, that yeah. was another one. Think- no, not getting with Doctor Strange Infinity. No, you're not getting that. Damn. <laughs> All those Disney properties you're not getting. And no Rogue One characters for Disney yeah. Infinity. I wouldn't be surprised if people start just hacking the crap out of the game at some point now. Now that Disney's the gone. The Steam version is probably going to go down because you have to log in for that one. Yeah, so I wouldn't so be surprised. Post. So time to buy a PS4. Just for one game. Nah, for Uncharted as well and the Ratchet and Clank. How is Ratchet and Clank loot? Really fucking good. How's that for a segue? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what Ratchet and Clank, I watched you play like, what, 15 minutes of it? So I've seen yeah. it from a distance. It's very pretty. It is. It's really fucking pretty. It's weird because uh, Ratchet and Clank was a game I played a lot of PS2. Yes. Yeah, yeah. PS2. It's kind of the same story as that game, but it's not. It's told from a different character's perspective. So you go to a lot of the Who's same planets. Captain Quark? All right. That is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. How do they do that, though? Because I've recently played through the PlayStation 2 one, and he's a bit of a... So he's, he's, you played through he's really in, all He's in jail. Oh, it's a recap. And yeah, he's... Yeah. he's telling another person in jail the whole story um, so you go to a lot of the same planets and you do very similar things so one of the things I really remember from uh, the PS2 game was uh, quite early on you do the assault course yeah. and you do the train part um, so I've now done both of those in the remastering but it's different but you kind of there's a lot of the same things as well and I've got uh, the hoverboard from saving the hoverboard guy now but all the weapons are different I've already got a shit ton of weapons and I've barely been playing um, like I think I'm about four hours into the game and I haven't got a weapon in an hour or so so within the first three I had sort of seven eight different things and it developed very quickly um, yeah so you play games yes but the only time you owned it I would have completely like twice by now anyway <laughs> I'm saying it might, it, by the time I buy a PS4 and if you keep playing it on and off you might finish it at the same time. Quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is you're quick to finish. <laughs> I'm just proud of it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, Ratchet & Clank... One of I have no model response. Yeah, I wanted to just double check. In terms of the weapon select system, this is really sad. In terms of the weapon select system, yeah. is it as awkward as it was back on the PlayStation 2 or have they fixed it with touchscreen or something? Because you can only have four slots. So you've got, still got four slots. Why yeah. would you do that? But if you hold down, so you, you choose with the D-pad, if you hold yeah. down one of the directions, you get the entire wheel 
and you can then quite quickly change to a different weapon. So it's not as bad as it used to be. Oh, it was, it was. Horrible. You had to go into the menu screen and then assign a weapon and then come out, and that was one of the four weapons you got to keep until you went back into the menu screen. Well, they have done those. They've put in um, like a card collecting system. Oh. And initially, I thought that well, I'm, I'm always a sucker for those kind of things, but it seemed like you wouldn't get much value out of it. But what they've done is quite clever because there's lots of sets, and when you collect a full set of certain types of cards you get bonuses to like your different weapons and things like that so they are actually worth going out and getting but you can get duplicate cards which is frustrating but you can then trade in five duplicate cards and pick the card that you want they're mobbering your platform yeah it's really fucking weird but I'm kind of okay with it yeah, yeah, but you don't actually play any games with the cards. It's just collections. So it's half of Gwent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the annoying bit of Gwent. We have to look around every fucking village and tavern to go find someone selling extra Gwent no, cards. As opposed to enjoying playing the Gwent. You pick them up randomly through the world. Like, it's you even worse. You don't have to kind of go and specifically find certain places to catch them or anything like that. I'm surprised more games haven't like cashed in on the idea of when like putting a second card game inside your main AAA title game. Well, like Assassin's f- Creed. What? Did they do that? Yeah. Mm. Not not specifically, I guess, it's, collectible. It's but a card got... game that you collect the cards for. Right. Okay. I mean, also. Got counting some like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, because that also had. Yeah. But if you're doing... well, GTA has some amount of that, like not the current one, but previous ones have had like casino stuff in there. We can yeah. play. But if you're going to play the hand of RPGs containing card games, you want to go back to Final Fantasy VIII. And then no. That's... no, no one wants to go back to Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, yeah. You can do, though. I got it in my Square Enix, exactly. by the way. And, um, yeah, I got overexcited because I looked at my Steam library the other day and went, oh, I'm going to play Final Fantasy IX. Oh, I've miscounted Roman numerals. That's eight. <laughs> yeah. Although they have just released that on Steam, Final Fantasy IX, which is actually the that's port. The good ones. It's the port of the Android version. So then when you, <laughs> when you download the game files, it includes an Android emulator to work the game. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Why bother porting it twice when you can port the thing you ported it to? <laughs> yeah, uh, let everyone have that sink in. Um, it seems it still works, I guess. I mean, 9 is the best one. I, I hear people getting excited about 7, and I'm like... But nine was fun. I just wanted to like put it out there for all the people that just get angry. Seven. And that was the best one. Nine was easily the most fun. Um, seven is overhyped. Sorry, I said that. I went there. The thing that I found annoying about seven, I don't remember <laughs> how much everyone remembers about seven. I remember quite a bit. Is if you got to a certain point, you could break the game really easily. And if you ever wrote your save, you had to do the first six hours again. So when you first get to the breeding farm for the chocobos. Or however you're supposed to pronounce it. Oh, Chocobo. 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 Whenever you get to the breeding farm with that, you get... Um, and here's the next one I'm going to mispronounce. Metra? Or Materia? Or it's Materia. It? Materia. Um, you get a one for fighting to collect Chocobos. Yeah. So that you can get through. You can sell that Materia straight away if you're not paying attention to what you're doing. And then you can't get a Chocobo. So you can't get across... The mud island until you've leveled up enough that you either beat the snake thing that will instantly kill you, or you just quit and start again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good times. Yeah, I've never solved that, so I've never never had you, that issue. You wouldn't if you were paying attention, because you'd go, "Oh, that's a really important po- plot point." But if you weren't, also I do everything as fast as possible so I can get a chocobo just for the background music, because <laughs> the chocobo song is the best song in Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And it's in every single game. That's because they even the even the Mamalpagas. Okay. Um, has anyone seen Final Fantasy 15 footage yet? No. Someone did. Maybe. I mean, you just yeah. made the mission to me. Game Donkey 
you can do it at home. You can do it whenever you want. Game Donkey did a best of packs. It was quite funny. Um, there's a company who's doing a version of Power Stone. It's obviously not licensed by Capcom, but it's, it's Power Stone. Um, that looks fun. But it does the footage from Final Fantasy 15. That game's been in development for 10 years and it looks amazing. It looks, does it, first of all, it's not a turn-based action game. It's not turn-based anymore. RPG, it's an action RPG. Second of all, it needed to make the change though. Like, Tempest RPGs have not evolved whatsoever since 7. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, minor variations of it in like what, 11, no, 12? 12 changes. 12 basically allowed you to skip the selecting of things. 12 gave you the ability to, 12 gave you the ability to move around without having to like jump into random battles each time, which yeah. was a nice addition to the series. Made me more interested in Final Fantasy again, but I played it as like, eh, it's still not great. Mm. If it's going in full action RPG, I might actually it's be able to more, get back into Final Fantasy. More Kingdom Hearts-ish sort of style where... That's yeah, okay. Yeah, you have the action on, on that basis. But graphically, the game just looks insane. It's... Let's be fair, though. Like, I imagine it would be after seeing Square Enix's... Square Enix? Square Enix? Yeah. <laughs> Square Enix? Square Enix. Yeah, I've seen Square Enix's tech demos for DirectX 12. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, in fact, they might be similar sort of... They did that Crying there. Witch Tech demo, which I don't think I've been that impressed by a graphics demo in a long time. Like, just the photorealism of tears on a face, like the textures and the, the bump mapping for that. I'm pretty sure DirectX 12 cards are going to have to be monstrous. Yeah, these are insane. Speaking of which, new graphics cards are coming. All those people who have your 9 series, you know who you are. Yeah. Um, new graphics cards coming. Yeah, I'd get a 1080 at some point, like yeah. in, in, in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they are only slightly, well, I say only slightly, the double the power of 980s in SLI, but at the same time, compared to the high end AMD cards, I think they're like, in, in DirectX 12 comparisons, only like 10% at most difference. Mm. But that's because um, DirectX 12 likes to use parallel processing. Um, all of that finally, yeah, right. All of that leads up to the fact that with the new PlayStation that we talked about briefly last time, the four point five, yeah. Apparently, um, I was speaking to a colleague. Um, AMD have had processing orders from three companies who aren't just the regular things. So one of them's obviously Nintendo because they've got a new console coming out. Speculation highly, pretty much more on that later. Yeah, pretty much guaranteed in terms of the new console for the Sony, the four point five or four point. K or calling it, and then a third hardware iteration for a, a major order of graphics, who apparently might be Microsoft, because if um, PlayStation comes out with a new iteration of hardware that can play games at a higher resolution and do all these things, Microsoft are essentially going to completely lose the console. Yeah, well, I have been saying for the last week or so, like, what are Microsoft going to do if Nintendo and Sony, like, you know, bring out new consoles? Yeah. And leave Microsoft in the dust. And that means that all the major consoles will be running on AMD hardware, as they currently are now, which means all the, the coding in the back end in terms of the APIs and the getting towards stuff to get better, make use of the background power will be AMD-based. So w the fact that DirectX 12 takes usage of parallel processing strongly suggests that they've had a hand in this for a while and they've just been playing the long game. So while NVIDIA's been going power, 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 AMD's been going build the software around the actual architecture and then we'll just clean up. 
It's true. Like, it's been every console war for like the last three generations, hasn't it? Like, who's the true winner of the console wars? Andy. Yeah. It's a handy chip in every console. Pretty much. I mean. But speaking of, the, of tech news, though, did you hear the rumors from a particular um, annual financials report in Japan? The company that makes uh, the chips. Oh my gosh, yes. Leading to the potential that the, the NX might be going back to a cartridge based system instead of discs. Which. Which would be amazing because it makes perfect sense. Which, in terms of loading times, would be quicker. In terms of storage capacity, most games these days, in terms of Blu rays and everything else, only actually hold their data, like the base data and everything else is updated online. So essentially, everything else is just patched in afterwards. It only holds so many assets and everything else is just added on top. Yeah, you, well, with the 0.25 nanometer chips that they're using, you're talking like a game physically the size of a 3DS cartridge mm-hmm. with 32 gigs of game on it. Yep. Which, yeah, okay, it's still like 10, no, like 15 gigs smaller than a Blu-ray disc. Yeah. But also no more scratching. Yeah. And as I say, load times, you were talking... Yeah, solid state. Yeah. I won't have big ones. <laughs> you want NES style I want NES, I want, I want to be able to... Chilling, click it down and go boom and turn my NX on and feel retro about it. <laughs> you want a new I'm not even looking at Luke, but I know he's gonna give me a weird look for saying next. He's like fucking hipster. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I give less of a shit than even calling you a hipster. Oh and that's a man who gives a lot of shits. Um, <laughs> he's got no shits left to give. <laughs> you said something and you shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, so Overwatch. <laughs> Yes, um, most people who are listening to this who aren't necessarily in this room who normally listen to the podcast probably already know about Overwatch. It, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty hype at the minute. Yeah, it's. I feel like the open beta did a lot to like further the hype because I, I was of the opinion that I was, I was going to look into it and that I was interested in Overwatch, but not to the point of pre-ordering yet or pre-purchasing. Then I played the open beta and became hooked. So, I um, noticed, I don't know if it's because I'm playing Overwatch and like maybe partially actively seeking out news on it, but it does seem like a lot more outlets are talking about it now than were prior to the open beta. Mm. I think the other thing that's. And I have my opinion of it. I was going to say, the other thing that's helped, or I say helped, the other thing that's been interesting is with Overwatch, um, the other large first person shooter that's just been released at the same time is. Um, Oh, we're doing Battle, Battleborn. Battleborn, which is number one on the Steam charts, but obviously, Overwatch is we'll on never Steam. know who wins because Blizzard don't release figures. Yes, <sighs> but I'm guessing they probably they make... do when they're doing really well. I was gonna say, like the last numbers we have for World of Warcraft is like what 2012. After that point, it took a massive dive and they just stopped talking about subscribers. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is, is I think Overwatch will do really well in terms of waters after the pre. The other pre-launch because there were there were a lot of people playing. I'm genuinely bothered that I've got to wait another two weeks to play now that I paid for it. Yeah, I paid for it. I bought the Origins edition because sucker for skins. You do like your skins. Also, it was a birthday present for me. So from my mother. Okay. <laughs> That's what you were gonna say from me. <laughs> so what do you want? I'm like Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch and Doom is what I got. Nice. And I, I can't play either right now. Like I can play Doom sooner, but yes. Um, but should, should we talk about Doom? No, um, no, no. <laughs> next, next time after I've had a chance to actually play it, because I've not even seen the videos for it yet. Whereas I have played an ungodly amount of Overwatch, so much as to hit level twenty-three in the open beta, which is 
I thought was quite, you know, high, but I've been playing matches right at the end of the bit where people have hit like 55 yeah. and 65, which they must have just never, it's like never slept and just played the entire three, four days that it was up. Yeah, pretty much. There were, that's, it's, in terms of player... And the servers do get wiped before lunch, so that's all going to go. Yeah. In, in terms of player, one of the things, okay, I do have some criticisms of it, but that's only because it's the pre-release. One is, in terms of matchmaking... Yeah, were, there are some things to fix. There were some issues, but I think, that, again, that's because... I believe people... we didn't, we also didn't get all the game types either. I believe there were more game, actual game maps and game modes for final launch that we didn't get to play in the open beta. Oh, so, so those of us that have played a, a massive amount of the open beta have, haven't actually seen all of what mm. Overwatch has yet. And there's rumour that I haven't been able to confirm before this podcast that when they do launch it, they're currently working on two more heroes to add to the lineup, uh, which we'll get to see on launch day, wow. or possibly announced just before launch day. So two more to add to the list to make it interesting, because a lot of people are trying, trying to like play the meta mm. for what they had. So I guess like holding back two heroes for after the open beta is kind of a way to like stop people playing the meta before launch actually happens. Just putting it out there. Because the new meta is clearly an entire team of six maze. <laughs> They're more powerful in numbers. <laughs> I think they just I think they just need to buff Bastion. And he's just so underpowered. Oh, uh, there's Bastion's a robot. <laughs> Don't explain it, just let people get angry. No, because Luke's pulling that face like I have no idea what you guys are talking about. See, Luke's problem is that Luke has a Mac. I don't think I would have played it anyway. It was on PS4. Yeah, on PS4, yeah, you could have played on PS4 the weekend. I was busy the weekend. <laughs> Social life, yo. This is why I'm slow at games. <laughs> <laughs> Doing those things. Um, but basically, he's, it's a character who's a defense character he's technically listed as. Yeah, he's a robot that turns into a turret. A very powerful turret. He transforms from a robot holding a gun into just a big turret with a chain cannon. And, and he kills very quickly. And people have been complaining about how overpowered he is. He has some of the most health in the game. You can literally just put him in a corner and then just have him chain down people. They do this thing called play of the match where they show you like something that's supposed that, to be The play just... of the game is the coolest idea. Like, the idea of taking that... It's, it's essentially a kill cam, but it picks one particular kill cam from the entire game, has a little intro in front of it, then plays it at the end of the game for everyone to see. So you can kind of get bragging rights on a match from having the best play of the game. Mm-hmm. Which, immediately I loved the idea, because the very first game I played, I got play of the game. I was like, what is, oh, this is awesome. I like this idea. Uh, and then you end up spending your entire game trying to do really cool stuff so that you can get play of the game at the end. Which I think pushes everyone just a little bit more to actually play better. But what I was going to say is the, the reason most people were getting angry is because people playing Bastion would unequally get kill like play the play the game because essentially if you sit in the corner as a chain cannon and then just literally mow down half the team because they happen to run around the corner and not seeing you and then then people go well how is that any more skillful than literally just setting up a turret and then just well, walking away bitches need to learn to count a bastion huh? they don't know about they don't know about diva <laughs> diva's defense matrix is a perfect bastion counter but no one uses it but if you've got two bastions and two widowmakers and literally everyone's trying to push a single point. It's really hard to be able to count. Then you position Diva opposite them, hit Defense Matrix, and then there's a good three to five seconds for everyone else on your team to murder them. Yeah. doesn't work out like that very often. <laughs> That's why it's a team-based game. A lot, of the, a lot of the complaints people got about this beta are people that don't know the meta yet, or people that are just jumping in and spending five minutes on a game that someone else has just spent you know, the last three days playing obsessively, and they complain they're not very good. 
The issue isn't that the game isn't balanced, the issue is matchmaking and that people that have just started aren't getting into games with other people that have just started. Yeah. It's people that have been playing for a long time being put into games with noobs and then getting ruffle stomped. That's the thing. It's fun when you're only as experienced players, but that's yeah. not good for they, everyone. They need to fix that yeah. before live because that will Which is another reason it's down for two weeks yeah. while they patch it and yeah, deal yeah. with that. Because ranked play wasn't in the open beta either. That's something that, was, that wasn't introduced during the open beta phase, so we don't know how that's going to work out yet yeah. either. That's Which I'm hoping. But the one, the only thing I want to see in competitive play is a hero picking system. Uh, like League of Legends or Dota in the style where you know you have to build your teams prior to the match because an actual selection process would be better for actual team building at the start because then you're not going to you're not going to boot up a game like always and have like oh six people are playing Widowmaker that's going to work real well having six snipers on this team where we're defending mm-hmm. or even better when we're attacking no one's going to move to the point when you're all snipers mm-hmm. but you know dumb people will get filtered out to you know the lower end of the ranks and I'll some I'll end somewhere you know slightly above the dumb people. <laughs> that's, but, that's what you're aiming yeah. for. Slightly above. I am the dumb I am people. aiming exactly where my station in life should be. Slightly above the shit people, but definitely below the good competitive people. That's where Martin goes. <laughs> I visit him every, every once in a while, and I get it reaffirms how bad I am at the game. Yeah. Although that's why I do. It's the same with League of Legends. Every once in a while. Join Luke and be like, yep, I am terrible. <laughs> Thanks for reaffirming that, Luke. <laughs> Yo, <welcome. laughs> League of Legends news. Why are people getting kicked out of the professional stuff? Because <laughs> all I can see is game news. People going, oh my god, they kicked out some teams. And I'm yeah. like, what's going on? So... Cheating. No, betting on the... Throwing games while betting on them, right? Was that the thing? No. Um, no? There's, there's actually been a lot of league news, but the one Paul's referring to is um, three teams got kicked out of uh, the LCS and Challenger series. Uh, one, there were, there were two instances that got three teams kicked. Um, so Team Impulse got kicked because um, they were not paying their players on time and were not always giving them proper contracts and things like that because Riot are very strict on making sure players have fair contracts um, and things like that, which I think is quite good for the industry for in terms of the players' point of view. Um, I, I don't understand. So as a team... Mm-hmm. You have you as a player, you play well enough that someone scouts you and say, "Hey, you could be a professional esports player. Yep. Come join our team." And then apparently, according to this, they they then get you a contract and they have to pay you. Yep. Do they not have like other professional sports where they have actual agents like in between them and the teams? They yeah. Literally, just the teams own these people. Yeah, uh, but Riot also pays wages to the players as well, <laughs> what? so they get money from. The team and they get money from Riot usually. That uh, seems complicated. So, well, it's it's just Riot trying to fund the esports scene enough so that the players can not have to work at all. So between the money they make, uh, not all players stream, although a lot of them do. Um, but you, they can make enough money so they don't actually have to stream. Um, it's just a lot of teams want people to stream as well because then they can sell merch. merch through it and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Team Impulse got kicked for that. And then Team Renegades and Team Dragon Knight um, both got kicked for dodgy player swapping and um, some other bits and pieces. 
Because they were talking about how there was a particular guy who's been banned for life. Chris Badawi, I think his name is. Something yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, how does that even work if you're running like a... Like, you couldn't imagine a sports league unless someone actually was doing something illegal going, you're just banned from this. I thought I'd heard that it was because of the whole gambling side of it. No, that, was that happened as well. Bad. No, that was a while ago, um, hmm. and that that was um. But I kind of read that, that was Starcraft. Starcraft two, the top Starcraft two players got banned for throwing games. Um, I must have just read like all esports news in one go and mix them up. Mm. Well, what is interesting is the uh, the person who owned Team Renegade is also um, a big caster in the Korean scene. So he's been banned from being affiliated with teams. In America and, and through the riot leagues and things like that, but uh, I thought he would have got banned for just kind of riot things in general. But it's actually OGN who do all the League of Legends stuff in Korea, so he's still fine to do all this casting stuff. Yeah, which it seems again, it seems weird to say this is our ball and you have to play with it by our rules, but our rules don't apply in this place, which is just as popular. So you could just go play ball there. Yeah. But look at all the the crazy shit that goes on in like traditional sports mm. organizations. But that's just this is the problem we have to deal with with esports becoming more legitimate. It has to deal with the same fucking issues that the more legitimate traditional sports already deal with. Mm. So well, that was the other big league. Well, it was the big league is uh, oh, a football football team, football team purchase yeah. team elements LCS spot uh, FC uh, Schalke. I don't know how to pronounce it. Hello, the uh, FIFA uh, league. Well, that's <laughs> West Ham United yeah. signed a FIFA player <laughs> who now has to wear West Ham shirts when he goes and plays in FIFA tournaments. Um, and actually, what didn't make big news was actually a, a big player um, in the basketball scene. Uh, I can't remember his name. Has owned a League of Legends team. He uh, he owns Echo Fox. Um, so, like, yeah, a lot of money. LCS spots are going for seven, seven digit figures. Yeah. Nowadays, it is pretty fucking mad. You can tell it's getting dr- massively big to like a dramatic degree. Um, I watched the Pure Ownage movie this last weekend. That finally got made. That got kickstarted and that, and big fan of that show when it came out. And their entire movie is based around League of Legends, mm. not just a League of Legends esque game, but they literally just take League of Legends and the competitive scene to task in a comedy movie. But they do it with such an attention to detail that I thought I was learning about esports whilst watching what should have been a comedy flick. But yeah, that's that's just the state leaks in now. Is that even stuff that doesn't focus overly you know, heavily on the subject itself knows that league is the thing. Does, are they, is it true that they're showing it on one of the Sky channels, like like regular? Yeah, I heard that too. Is that happening? I I don't know actually. Was it ESPN? Um, uh, someone has yeah, it. Yeah, ESPN yes. is doing some bits and pieces of it. ESPN is owned by Disney, as is the maker YouTube affiliate, who also owns Rooster Teeth. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, Disney pretty much owns everything you might want. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that way we can get League of Legends Infinity Figures? <laughs> can you imagine how Luke much would be way into it, Disney Infinity then? Yeah, League Infinity. <laughs> Oh no, it might have been about one of the other teams was offered to buy one of the spots from LCS and they turned it down because, as you say, it's really expensive, but at the same time, it's really dangerous because obviously if Riot turns around at any point and says, you've done something dodgy here, Mm. you basically might just lose out on, because you have to sell your spot because they say so, and it's their game. (laughs) 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's mid-season at the moment, um, so there's kind of a lot going on in that. So, yeah, German teams sold, bought a spot. Um, three teams been kicked out, so their spots are all up for sale, and players are moving left, right, and centre, and you've got the mid-season invitational tournament going on in Shanghai, uh, which is the top team in each region playing um, for the seeding pools for Worlds, which will be later this year, and... It is ridiculously serious. I know I've said this a few times, but like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's insane. I love that the closest we get to like doing sports entertainment is wrestling and league. <laughs> yeah. That's the only things we know about. You say that. Day after Overwatch launches, Dolby have um, sponsored a competitor play um, competition. Winner gets 10 grand. Wasn't that tournament ran during... Because there was a big tournament ran during this weekend for Overwatch. Because mm, Cloud9 won one. it, which is that might the, be a different one. Yeah, uh, one of the bigger gaming organisations. But yeah, apparently I know about Cloud9. I brought my brother a hoodie. <laughs> I know what their logo looks like. <laughs> and they, 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 it's like blue, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know Cloud9. It's a cloud with like a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly it. <laughs> they do web hosting. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You know they do. But, um, yeah, yeah no, I'd play some sort of competitive tournament of, of Overwatch. Well, if we would go to a team together, enough. yeah. Yeah. You have to be good. Hey, probably the reason I like <laughs> Overwatch the most is again, I found a game I'm good at. There aren't many of them, so I latch onto the ones that exist. Um, I don't know if they did any cross platform play. They don't do. Yeah, I read about this. Um, they don't currently offer cross platform play for Overwatch, but it's something that they want to do going forward. So, a post launch, as well as new characters and new maps planned for free for everyone in the future, uh, there's also the possibility of cross platform play. Uh, what they haven't had any opinion on whatsoever and said nothing about is uh, OSX support. Yeah. Because it's the first Blizzard game not to have OSX support. Considering that everything else they've ever made has been also had a Mac class. This is the first one not to. Yeah, which considering also that um, some major games that have been coming out recently just haven't had OSX, it's a bit it's a bit concerning almost because you think that there was a in terms of there was beginning to be a big push at one point where parry across everything. It might just be that the stats don't support releasing Mac clients for people. Maybe it's more expensive to develop than, than they're actually making on potential Mac users playing their games. The Mac is not a traditional gaming platform and hasn't been since the Apple II. Mm. So it's nice that companies will sometimes go out of their way to make a Mac compatible client of their game, but and it, you know it's cool when Luke can Chris can join us on games because there's a Mac client, but traditionally it's not something that maybe makes them that much money. Mm. And maybe I mean World of Warcraft had so many subscribers at one point that it was insane, and you know that's something that's probably worth having a Mac client for because I imagine just based on on figures and the amount of people you can hit, you know, a user base you can attain, Mac client makes sense. And they probably thought about that in the same way they did with Starcraft two and moving forward Diablo three. Hearthstone's on fucking everything, because mm. why not hit as many users as possible with a, with a card game? But something like Overwatch, maybe they don't think it's going to have the broad appeal that Hearthstone or Warcraft had, so why bother investing the money into it at the minute? Yeah, it's more... They're probably a bit more cautious with Overwatch, because Overwatch started from the failed Titan, I don't know. Yes. Which, is, which it shares continuity with, apparently. This is their way of like bringing Titan back without making the MMO. 
I was going to say, I can see why they're being cautious because it's also going to be a weird time to come into the market because it's, mm. it's, you know, it's it's the year of the MOBAs really, isn't it, with everything that's kind of... And they already put this. their MOBA on Mac and they're trying to support Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Which, you know, they're still doing balancing and patches and personally, for me, I think that Heroes of the Storm is the most fun MOBA that I've played. That's where I sit with it. Them. Yes. I'm like, smart. I'm good at smart. I just prefer Heroes of the Storm. I like Paragon because it is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Paragon yet. I still it, it is easy. I think I've had, is there a beta this weekend? Possibly. So I think I got an email about it, so maybe I'll be able to try it this weekend. But you'll be playing Doom. Yeah, playing Doom. Yeah. I still like Heroes of the Storm now. I want to get more people to play Heroes at some point. <laughs> Looks like it's not League. We'll not touch with Barge Ball. No, I, I enjoy. Heroes quite a lot. But yeah, we played a lot together. I, I tend to find I can play it for a night, and then I find it's not like I just go back to league. Uh, you know, I I enjoy that you get to team fight almost instantly. And then I realise that that's actually frustrating as well. I think on top of that, for me as well, is there's the added benefit of the art style and the lore behind it. So I've always been particularly drawn to like Blizzard's various lore. Warcraft and Starcraft, I'm a big, I was a big fan of both for storyline and aesthetic reasons. So Heroes kind of just throws those two things together and then throws things on top of it as well, which I quite like. Heroes of the Storm not essentially Blizzard's already version of Disney Infinity in which... Yeah, if only they started, if they, oh, if they made toxic, like, whatever that phrase is. Uh, oh... Games for Life? Yeah, Games yeah. for Life. If they made Games for Life figures for, for Heroes, yeah, I'd probably buy those. Yeah. Is it be a tracer now? I hope they might get a lot of money doing it that way as well. Especially if you could. You say that, you say that, but clearly <laughs> it doesn't make money. Well, that's but the... even even if Lego is about to do Lego Dimensions two or second, whatever it's called, it's the second phase of Lego Dimensions. They're just about to launch that. Yeah. So apparently, Lego are making plenty of money from it. Spyro are as well. Yeah, Skylanders is never going away. I think they've got a foothold on it since the beginning. Yeah. Amiibos um, don't really work in the same way. So Nintendo are like, fuck yeah, keep whatever you have out. Yeah. So Disney is going to be having an issue with the, you know, games of life stuff. Yeah, I think the I think the issue Disney had was is everything else sort of built games around the idea of these are the characters and you switch them out and they had a proper game. Whereas Disney went, here are some games that we have built, and then yeah. we will just add this on as a thing, which doesn't really make it better. Because Skylanders, the whole idea is, is it's built into the 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 actual DNA of the game. You're switching out the characters. It's part of all one continuous universe. Whereas having the Star Wars characters for the Star Wars levels and the it's it's not something that they couldn't have like dealt with though. Yes. Like, they already have, a, you know, the framework is there. They didn't really need to go out of the way to end Disney Infinity without maybe trying to just release 4.0 and do a different thing with what they've already got. Especially because the install base is already there. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Overwatch, buy it. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch is really, really good. Um, in terms of the characters... Who do you mean? <laughs> in terms of the character. Who do you mean? <laughs> who do I mean? Yeah, who do you mean? Oh, um, Valkyrie, because I like being able to fly and shoot people from the sky. Barra. Yeah, whatever it yeah. is. She looks like a Valkyrie. She's <laughs> got a rocket pack and rockets. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but she is. That's the thing, is they have different character classes. 
but they all essentially do different, like, rather than having a selection of guns and a selection of different things, you have... There's four groups. Yeah. Attack, defense, tank, support. Yeah. Support with the fewest, because, like, four support characters. And, and it more is, of all the others. It's more like a... Like a cause they, the classification apparently is... Is uh, Team Fortress 2 with, like, 15 more classes than Team Fortress 2 has? Yes, but it's it's more refined because whereas Team Fortress 2 you might have different guns on a single character and you can mm. change the layouts. The layout is set. You choose the character for the situation. And because you can change it each round like you can Team Fortress 2, if you're playing against a team that's doing a specific... It's tactic, a MOBA FPS. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all it is. It, they're called... Because the same thing apparently with Battleborn where you have, although it's slightly different, you have ability-based characters who fit a niche... Whereas Battleborn, it's like you choose your character and you're fixed into that, like a traditional MOBA. This is more work it out to how it's playing on that particular round, like TF2 was. I mean, technically, it's a MOBA still. Yeah. Yeah, because it's. It's like player online battle arena. Yeah. But technically. Point 3 was a MOBA. I was going to say, technically, yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, MOBA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your favorite genre has a terrible descriptor. <laughs> it's like RPG. <laughs> It's a role-playing game. <laughs> Lots of RPGs. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot is a role-playing game. You play the role of Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which... Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, speaking of which, Uncharted 4. Do you have Uncharted 4? Uh, are you getting Uncharted 4? Um, possibly. I, I've not played any of the Uncharted games, but I've heard such good things about Uncharted 4 that I might have to, but um, having bought Ratchet & Clank, Black Ops 3. You bought Black Ops 3? bought Black Ops 3. Why did you buy Black Ops 3? He's a COD block player now. Because I wanted to play some COD. With... And it's COD, but blops. With just people. Oh, just like Madden, you yeah. don't not have a... Like, yeah, no, I just, just fancy some COD. Okay. Um, remembered the Modern Warfare days and wanted to go back to it. Um, don't make a fixture. Disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it's disappointed and not disappointed at the same time. Um, and it's making me put the pre-order down for Infinity Warfare, but that's not for or Infinite Warfare or whatever it's called. That's don't, not for that. That's for the Modern Warfare. Warfare don't fall into their blatant marketing scheme. You cannot talk about that, Briggy. You're a marketer's wet dream. No, but when I buy things, it's because I also want the main product. You don't even care about uh, Infinite Warfare. You just want the remastered COD 4. Wait for them to put remastered COD 4 out. It will happen the day after release. I guarantee it. Meh. When they have, when they have sold out of special editions for that game, they're like, okay, now more money, please. Okay. Start selling it individually. So, Battlefield 1. Yeah. Or... The new Advanced Warfare, whatever it's called. Battlefield 1. Oh, what's Battlefield 1 and... Oh, yeah, you're just choosing Battlefield 1 because it looks better. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> has anyone seen the... Seriously, if, even if I even if I didn't really care about Modern Warfare personally, I, I would still wait for just Modern Warfare because that seems to be the game that everyone else wants and no one cares about Infinite Warfare or whatever it's called. See, none of us can remember the actual fucking name of that game. All we know is it's got the good one attached to it. <laughs> Pretty much, and the good one will probably be released separately anyway to make more money for them because that's a good business decision. So uh, smart money is just buy the re-release when it comes out. Hell, I never even cared about it on a first-time release, but I'll probably buy the re-released version on its own because I don't care about the new one. Mm. But I'll probably buy that just to play it if everyone else is going to play it. But probably the new one looked pretty good. It's, it looks like there's too many conventional weapons in what should be a future success, which is the exact same problem that Advanced Warfare had. Yeah, but at least it's got like. 
Because they could go the entire opposite route of being like, oh, now you've only got four weapons in this entire universe. Yeah, but they could have had lasers. Lasers would have been good. Yeah, it's more realistic. Like, like I, I, give me a Call of Duty that's close to Halo. And I'm down. I've only seen one trailer so far. Yeah, yeah. But you've only seen one trailer for Battlefield One. Which one? I'm not going to pass judgment on either of them. But it's it's more fun, I've not seen the trailer. It's more fun to speculate. Yeah, that's what we do on the show. Yeah, we want to be speculating. No, we don't. We usually we talk about games that came out three years ago. That's the, we <laughs> played all those twenty years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah, exactly. Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> it was ten years old now. <laughs> Ironically, it is. But just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how far they are now. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Christ. That's all to mention. Like ten two okay. and eleven expansion pack and well eleven. I is think it... we're actually on number like twenty five. Eleven point. is online. Let's not um, mention all the spin offs to Final Fantasy seven like Crisis Core. Yeah, and fourteen was online and Theatre Rhythm. But thirteen, yeah. yeah. So eleven and fourteen are both online, so you can check out Avengers. <laughs> and then they had tactics. <laughs> tactics are bands. Yeah. Did I say theatre then? I did, didn't I? They had all the Crystal Chronicles as well. On Crystal the Chronicles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with Final Fantasy. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, because I bought those games this month, <laughs> I won't be buying Uncharted 4 just yet. Okay. But I do plan to. Because I was the only reason I was mentioning that was because Crash Bandicoot, the entirety of the first yeah. game, is an Easter egg in there. But apparently. The entirety? Yeah. yeah. The entire first game yeah. is in. As a secret to play. Is it just like a ROM? Oh, it's, it's built in, like, you play it. So they didn't do anything with it. It's something like HDFI'd or no, something. Good so apparently Activision owns the actual rights to Crash Bandicoot, yes. so they can't release anything new. Which is why, even though everyone keeps going, we'd really like a new Crash Bandicoot game, please, and Activision keeps going, no, we don't want your money. <laughs> why don't just do the thing that the ukulele guys are doing? I call it Spyro. No, release, <laughs> release uh, make a game called Brush Candicoot. Candicoot, I'm not sure if it does sound rude or not. I'm just trying to work it out in my mind. Candicoot. I think it depends on the accent. Yeah. Candicoot. I think it does sound vaguely rude. Well, you can make it like a Crash Bandicoot clone, but with a humour of Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, there you go. Done. Boom! I've just made an idea. Let's kickstart that. Brash Candicoot. No, you need to make it. I think no, no, you kickstart it first. No, you don't need You more. promise it. Uh, you spend two years anyone. using the way to research it, and uh, who's going to stop me? Uh, Kickstarter, they'll only allow you to do it with <laughs> that now. You could do it on um, Indiegogo. Indiegogo still don't care. Yeah, but yeah. after that guy took half of a thing and built a house and stuff that all came out today, <laughs> they're a bit now like, well, we probably shouldn't let people do that anymore. Also, <laughs> PayPal of Resolve and deal with it. Yeah, but stopped offering um, payment protection. On pledges and kind of crowdfunding things. So Again, anyone that backs something on a crowdfunding platform and doesn't instantly go, yeah, I've probably just thrown my money away, is crowdfunding wrong? Yes, they're misunderstanding yeah. the point. However, they probably were trying to crowdfund a project and not Half of someone's house. Oh yeah, like again. <laughs> Can you not kickstart the half of someone's house? Anything I crowdfund, I assume I'm never gonna see, and I'm just throwing money at an idea. And then when something does finally arrive, that's like, yay, it worked. It depends what it is. There's a we few should like kickstart a house. We should kickstart a house, Matt. Do you want to kickstart a house? What 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 do I get for the tears? An invite. To the house. But I already get that at the current house without no, having to. No, not. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Revoked. 
Awkward. You want to kickstart my uh, my the, the, the petrol for the the ride back and forth? The <laughs> we offered that. <laughs> yeah, we now I'm kickstarting it. You see, it's different. Oh. Yeah. Oh well, wishing. Makes I, you feel better about kickstarting. That's okay because don't feel like we are going to give you any money. We might just pull it out at the last minute. Yeah. Because I just discovered that there's no community uh, downloads to Plague. Oh, right. Which is really cool. But I, that's probably come out a long time ago, but I played a full game of Cult of Lulu on Plague while you guys have been talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> nice. Um, what is that like, Plague? What's, what's, what app are you using? Um, Plague Inc. Wait, so the board game that you have has an app? No, that's no, Pandemic. That's Pandemic. But this came up today is that Plague Inc. Uh, uh, kickstarting a board game, game version of the app. Well, not literally of the app, a board game of the same premise, which is essentially Pandemic, but whatever Pandemic really plays these, and you got to kill the world. Like every card you pull from the deck, you're just going to say that Madagascar closes its borders. Yeah. 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 That's why you start in Madagascar, guys. What's cheating? Not really. It's like Kresky, you get to choose where you start, and you're either going to be fucked by Madagascar or Greenland. You can choose. <laughs> but if you start in Egypt, you've got a 50 50 chance of both. <laughs> Hashtag no contest. <laughs> but yeah, they've just, I don't know how recently, but they've got custom scenarios now for the app. So I got bored of fighting zombie, well, being the zombie plague, because there's only so many times I can win with that. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, I'd unlocked all of the other types of gameplay, so now there's loads of different new ones I can do. Which is quite exciting. Alright. So that's been the uh, Capture Frag podcast. We have talked about stuff. We've been away for a while. We'll be coming back maybe next week. If you want to talk to us in the meantime, you can find us on Discord in the chat and show things below. There's also the email address there too and things. Including furiously masturbating at geekcodex.co.uk. Uh, an email address that totally exists. <laughs> but if you want to find us properly, it is podcast at geekcodex.net. You send an email there, I will receive it. So this has been a shit show. You have been our audience. We'll be back maybe next week. And you'll be listening to this at some point when Paul edits it. Uh, that was the podcast. Bye. Click a like if you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, Subscribe um, if you enjoyed it. Add to my metrics. Yeah, in terms of if you are listening to this on the SoundCloud, um, any time that they, you can put comments in the SoundCloud listing, mm. like in the actual time thing, any time when you get pissed off at the audio, can you put a comment in so I know where I'm going wrong? Also, if I get one, one singular message from anyone that isn't on the show asking for it to go on iTunes, I might actually do it. Wow. Jimmy, you heard that. (laughs) 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 Jamie's like, I don't use Macs. (laughs) I do use iTunes. I'm never an Apple device. (laughs) I don't really care if uses it or not. That was almost like the... David Attenborough's <laughs> almost impression. I'm not going to try again. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's alright, I got it recorded. We have the audience. Ah. <laughs> Go on then. Um, yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Oh, speaking of Pokemon, what do you think of the new starters? Which, if you haven't seen it yet, they announced the new starters for Set Pokemon Sun and Moon. Which me and Chris were at some point going to do the whole thing where I describe them because he hasn't seen them yet and he draws them based on my descriptions. And, and we see drawing. how how many dick butts he makes. You've got a drip drawing app. <laughs> you've got a touchscreen iPad and you've not got a drawing app. Yeah. It's because it's filled with comics. Yeah. It's literally, a, a drawing app is like two meg. You just have to put your finger on it and he draws a line. I want to just see really what you seen? Have you seen them? Uh, no, I've... If you've not seen them, then you can draw them. Oh, that'd be awful, though, because I don't draw as well as Chris does. What we should do is let the listeners draw it while I describe them, and then we can put them on a show, and maybe someone gets a free CD key. That's awfully interactive. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Like, Jamie got a CD key for Dreamfall chapters. Jamie happened to get a CD key in what may or may not be a related event. I you keep you guys keep saying this. I don't think this is a rule. I don't think you can be. I can be told not to do a giveaway and for CD keys. As strong as you can. Well, I tell you what, any responsibility for that will fall upon your head anyway. So, but we don't make any money, so, and we're not getting any extra views out of it because we're not advertising anywhere but on the show that people are already listening to. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not at all. Yeah, which is why there's so many CD keys going. So many CD keys, all for fan art. But no fan art has been made. Maybe people could uh, you know, make some and get a CD key. Mario, are you really committed to that? Well, let's put it this way. Next month, Rocket League is the monthly bundles. Oh, hey, is the Rocket League key going free? Yeah. So maybe, maybe someone wants to do fan art for car football. <laughs> car football? Yeah, or car hockey, or car basketball. Yeah, don't re restrict it to one sport. Uh, car UFC. <laughs> It's not happening. I made that joke on the last episode, I just listened to it. <laughs> it's just distracting Derby for the PlayStation. It's exactly what I said. Yeah. I missed that game. Screen. Yeah. Really Maybe we should just play that this um, weekend. Maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, you're going to play Doom. So, are you going to do introduction here? And Matt is now going to describe the Pokemon, which you will be drawing at home. So here is some music, hopefully, if I manage to edit it in. Okay, so the grass <laughs> the grass one is like grass and flying. It looks like a bird. Its head is like a bit of a pumpkin-looking shape thing. It's kind of green. It looks a bit like the uh, Star Avia, but, but rounder. So when you say it's got like a pumpkin head thing, does it look like it's got like just a massive sword no, head? No, it's just the proportions, yeah. like it's The head is more oval than it should be. Like This is a fat bird. It's short and fat. So it's, it's a bird in dwarf form. Does it, what kind of eyes does it have? Like big black eyes. Big black eyes. No like pupils or anything, just like solid black. Yeah, just like you can see the universe in them. Oh. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's quite not accurate, I can't remember how the eyes look now. <laughs> well, that's it for the first one. So that is the first Imagine Pokemon. Star Avia, like, cross with the far-fetched, but, but fuck it up a bit and make it pumpkin shaped and you've got the new one that I can't remember the name of that's the new, new grass starter so draw that uh, the fire one is called Litten I love the name it's just a fire type and it's just a cat a fire cat it's a cat that's on fire draw a kitten on fire <laughs> with like some yeah draw, draw, draw a kitten on fire like not that it's dirt being hurt or anything that's just it's fire it's like it emanates fire like like Goku fire yeah, a kitten that does fire with like the Houndoom type design on its back, like just the red lines and stuff. That's Litten, that's all it is. It's, a, it's quite a cat. Uh, oh, and the water one is just a seal clown. It's a seal and it's also a clown. Okay. It's a clown if it was, if it was a seal. 
Not the not the not the singer that does the Batman track. Not that <laughs> seal, but an actual aquatic seal and clown. Okay, how much? Like is classic it this clown, clown with the nose and the afro wig and the neck thing. Yeah, that but a seal. This just and blue. <laughs> this just sounds like they're really running out of ideas. Like literally, one of them just a cat. They've been running out of ideas generations ago. <laughs> I hope Phil draws these for me. But he's probably already seen them. No, Phil. But it's, it, it just sounds ludicrous. Like I want someone to... Can someone get these up there so that Paul can actually see what they look like? Can you not show them to me, just in case? What, are you drawing them? There's a possibility. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but it also depends if you upload the file to the Google Drive so that I can hear it without having to wait until the podcast comes out. <laughs> well, that will happen anyway. Because we'll I'll be bored over the weekend. Okay. You think I'm editing this before the weekend? <laughs> oh, the, legend- no, the, the legendary is also like uh, one of them's a lion-looking thing that was cool, like the Liger Zero from Zoids, but not a machine. And the other one is some sort of flying thing that doesn't look anywhere near as cool, like a giant butterfly with a moon symbol on it, which is shit. So I'm obviously it's sun. Okay, you massively undersold how retarded. Yeah, there you go. That's them. Yeah, how retarded the litten is. <laughs> Litten's awesome. It's not. This is litten not awesome. No. It's a fire cat. Okay. It's not on fire. <laughs> not in this <laughs> picture. Because <laughs> uh, obviously you're looking at the drawn versions here, whereas the trailer actually shows them in-game in okay. the battle environment, where Litten is actually fiery. Okay. Because the bird one, it's, it's more like... Uh, just killed everyone. Pumpkin bird. It's more really? like an American football wearing a bow tie that happens to be a leaf. <laughs> All of these descriptions get out of people's drawings now. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm in influ- You're quite right with Seal Clown. Seal Clown is Seal Clown, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that is that is Seal Clown. I don't even know what they're called. Oh, it's Casey Litton. Green. Nice. I only remember Litten because, you know, it's just a lit kitten. Well, it's just... Oh, oh so that's, just, that's the star. Oh. That's just, they're legendary. <laughs> oh yeah, so lit. That's awesome. That's that's the start. It's like like a zero from Zoe. Showing each other pictures of Pokemon makes for fantastic listening. Says the man like who mimes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'll cut all this shit out because I can do that. Um, versions of Garfield are quite good. There's a whole article on the Verge that even if you want to like next week's show, it's just gonna be the Briggy and Paul show. Yeah, people are bored of us now. Yeah. Back to where we started. Oh yeah. Um. Anything else important? There was a shed load of games and stuff that I played. That's but... plenty of material for you to cut up there. That's like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'll make that one episode. Um, gotcha. Anything else I want to talk about? I think everyone wants to go home. I'm fine, but I think everyone else wants to go home. I'm trying to raise Philly. Yes. What? <laughs> you, in Plague, the Thule one, you have to kill everyone, but you also have to unlock the raising of Thule. Um, and I needed 109 points, and I was at 108, and everyone almost died. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you got them. Yeah, but there's only like 12,000 people left in the world who <coughs> know that he is risen. Uh, but they also all belong to the cult of Sulu, so they probably don't mind that he's Well, no, they still. Well, is it a thing where you, uh, it's, it's like vampires, yeah, where you think, oh, let's bring them back, it'll be great, and then the vampires eat you, and you're like, we didn't think this This isn't like Twilight at all! <laughs> It was more like Nasratu. <laughs> this is not the show any vampires I was promised. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I wish someone somewhere had done that. Just 
let a bunch of teagles go see Twilight and just put Nosferatu on instead. They would not be prepared. No. They'd be like that Batman story where he gets butt raped in jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then his back heals. <laughs> Fruit rape. I'm going to be cutting out the words. He's raped by a giant... <laughs> he gets raped by a giant mouse. Uh... Yeah. Mass protein. That's what does the healing. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that. It's important to get that to stay yeah. in there. <laughs> okay. Well, in which case, I'm going to rise to that. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you secretly Batman, Luke. <laughs> you got something you want to admit? Or are you secretly the giant mouse that raised Batman in prison? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> well, I just want to clarify. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, I feel safer already. Yeah. <laughs> what around Lou? Yeah. Because <laughs> he might. Have I always wondered he might have been a giant man raping mouse. Or Batman. <laughs> or Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he's a giant raping mouse, I can't remember the rest of the words. Then at least, like, that's self-describing, like. You know what's going to happen because it's it's in the title. Batman, he drops you off shit. He'll kick you into. He'd be an effective superhero. What, man who giant man raping mouse would be an effective superhero. Not it's just <laughs> a giant man who rapes mice. <laughs> giant man raping mice is not the same as giant man raping. There is a, a, a hyphen. Has to be on the right. There's a hyphen. <laughs> it's hyphenated. Man raping. But giant man raping mouse. <laughs> Which makes it sound like a Native American in a horrific watch. Or a headline in the living room. It's a fucking owl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking an owl. It's a fucking owl. Okay. And the giant is man not on out. fire. <laughs> giant man gets around. <laughs> Civil War. Really, it's it's called Roll It. Owl. Owl. It's a fucking owl. It's not as funny if I'm accurate. <laughs> Litten. Oh, that's a kitten. It's a lit kitten. Popley. What the fuck? Where did... Oh, Christ. Is it not called Seal Clown? No, <laughs> it's called Pop Player. Seal Clown. Oh. I've just realised that I saw that, that name on the internet and didn't click on the link. That's why. <laughs> seal Clown. Call Seal Clown. If they called it Seal Clown, I would have... I'm calling mine Seal Clown. <laughs> There's a Pokemon called Sveal. Sveal sounds like a cool name. Is it a seal? I think, that's a, I think that's an old generation Pokemon. Is it a spherical seal? Sveal. Uh. You can use it as wheel. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, these these just look like... Look at the legendary. Like, this one from Sun. Not this bitch, isn't it? Keep mentioning the Lag of Zero from Zoids. Like, that thing is cool. It is, but... Does it make that like. one necessarily better? Makes it better than the shitty moon butterfly thing. Yeah, there are a lot of shitty Pokemon. Um, like, how many more butterfly Pokemon do we need? Butterfree was enough. We're done. <laughs> Looks like <laughs> my life is being zapped here. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, okay, let's do outro. Because I can't think of anything else randomly that was important. Okay, for this <laughs> desk, <laughs> <the content, laughs> we'll probably just say goodbye.
I wasn't particularly playing it, I was just talking because I enjoyed conversing with all of you. Oh, Stellaris, that um, RPG thing that Richard mentioned. I would love to chat with you about that, Paul, but it sound, I feel like if we keep going, Luke might actually murder one of us and or rape one of us. Because <laughs> he's a giant mouse. <laughs> and I'm not sure in which order I'll do those. <laughs> if we're lucky, he'll kill us first. <laughs> with his protein? <laughs> Um, yeah, Paradox record with 200,000 sold in one day. Anyway, if you want to hear about that, we'll talk about that in like a month's time. No, on the next episode. No, <laughs> next year, if we're still going. So, that's been Capture the Frag, the video gaming and geek podcast that is the Briggy and Paul show with the occasional Luke. Hey, Joe talks about stuff too. Joe talks about stuff too. And Chris, the agreeing man, who's shaking his head. And then he's nodding to agree that. Yeah. He's also got baited without having gone to bed. <laughs> That's that style that those people who are stylish go for. Yeah, he could appear on like a Comedy Central show. <laughs> <laughs> Physical comedy on an audio podcast. I was going to say. We're breaking new barriers with this one. I was going to say about Brand the man, new form of raping mouse thing again, but it doesn't really work. So. <laughs> this too. Not it was an invisible thing. <laughs> if you send fan art for the Pokemon even though you can google them and find out what they look like then you might get a thing or you might not but who knows there are CD keys maybe you'll get one you'll probably get one <laughs> maybe you'll get just a picture of Luke dressed up as a mouse coming to your house <laughs> right behind the curtain oh no run away it's too late <laughs> Jamie's furiously drawing now <laughs> drawing awesome. Furiously has the wrong connotations in my head now. It's because we're sort of furiously masturbating about 50 times at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like how that doesn't get bleeped, but rape does. Yeah. You know what? Hey, you Can't know? wait to see what does get bleeped this episode. Yeah. You can't see which way around this works well, out. Yeah, that's probably good this episode. I'll cut loads of this out. Like, Top and tail it. I will cut out about half an hour's worth of this crap because I worked out that. If I just cut to the points that are interesting, like to me, then at least I like the show and fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't listen to it anyway. Yeah, Luke <laughs> hasn't listened to a single episode. The bits where we kept editing in in the episode five, where we just kept saying, yeah. he doesn't even know about that. No. I don't think he cares. It's like the first five episodes, isn't it? He's only been in episode one, but I put it in, you know, went back and retconned it. Yeah, it was an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> if I was able to have them on my phone, I would listen. Yeah, <laughs> iTunes is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even a I completely acknowledge that iTunes exists. As you've covered in previous weeks. It's not difficult. Hey, maybe we'll get around to it. Maybe it'll be a special 100th episode thing. 100th episode? Yeah. You're fucking optimistic, mate. What is this, 12? 13. Oofed. Lucky number 13. Recording on the week where it's a Friday the 13th. Na, 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 na. And Doom comes out. <laughs> this is why I don't want to get raped on Friday. Also, raped. Raped? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get raped or raped. I don't want to get any of those things. Are you staying at Luke's house? If so, make sure he doesn't come out with a mouth costume. No, nah, Phil's Phil staying at mine. <laughs> hey, Phil. <laughs> he wouldn't have Phil would have heard this. Really tends to edit really quickly. Do it tonight. Get out for Friday so it's too late. Oh, shit. Capture the The silent levels are spot on though. <laughs> so good. It takes us a lot of practice to be this quiet. This doesn't happen very often. <coughs> Don't care. Just meh.
Don't care. Just meh. I would have owned Mega Man 2 for the seventh time <laughs> if I played the anthology again. Good. Love Legacy Collection. Saw your life out. No one needs to say games ever. Yeah, support Mega Man. You make more Mega Man games. If you make it financially viable. No, it's not just one person though, is it? If a bunch of one persons get together, they become a group. Don't look a week in an hour and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah but he's just going to release them all on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, binge listen to the entire series. This is series two. This is series three. They all just come out a week at Then four. we can we just record once every six months to try to predict the future for news. <laughs> I can't believe that Doom had that many baby deaths. I, I can believe that Doom had that many baby deaths. <laughs> or I can't believe that Doom, and then just whatever else you say, yeah. the thing. And then you've, got a, you've got a perfect fucking source to cut out me saying baby deaths now, at any point. That could be your new bleak for What? Baby deaths. You said, yeah, baby. I like deaths. to kill babies! <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I don't give a sip. Rag, 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 rag.